Give the secret handshake. Check your cloaks and remove your tinfoil hats. This is the Illuminati Social Club. The podcast you don't want they to know about. This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. Welcome to uh, the Illuminati Social Club's uh, In Search Of series. I'm your host, Jason from Parma. Joining me from uh, somewhere out there, somewhere in the U.S., it's uh, Oliver Rockside. Hi all. I am uh, I am at the home of uh, the uh, the beginning of the greatest sandwich that uh, is on the McDonald's menu board, the filet fish. I am in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, cool. Where, where the filet fish was born. You're you're about uh, six hours down the road from me. Yeah, that's funny because I'm seven hours away from home. I don't know how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and from Halifax, Nova Scotia, I think, uh, Steve Cloutier. I am in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and the right. flail fish was created because Catholics couldn't eat meat on Fridays. That's correct. Exactly. Uh, so how you gentlemen doing? I'm, I've got the sniffles, but apart from that, I'm fine. Thank you. Oh, good. Good. And I'm fine. Excellent. So this week's episode is uh, episode 117, where we talk about the Easter Island Massacre. Uh, was there a massacre? Um, perhaps. Um, I really don't know. Um, the episode starts off uh, with, with Nimoy asking, who carved the giants and who destroyed them and Why? So they're they're going to spend the entire episode puzzling over who 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 carved these things and who destroyed them. Oliver, thoughts on the episode? This is when In Search of is at its best to me is where they take some science and some mystery and kind of combine them in a very co- coherent way. Um, you know, we've had the straight science episodes like The Martians one and The Earthquakes one. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we've had the completely ridiculous ones. Um, but this that's what this is what I love about it is it, it does have a mystery in it. It, it still goes on today. Uh, but there's some some good science in it in, in it. And uh, I mean, there's Eduardo, the char- one of the characters in it, who's a serious mm-hmm. scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. I thought that this is exactly what I watched in search of four way, way back in the day. Cool. Steve, thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it, it kind of, as Oliver said, kind of illustrates the best uh, of In Search of sort of mingling the sort of um, weird and wacky with um, the science. Although I did find the uh, title a little bit hyperbolic, shall we say, uh, yeah. exaggerating <laughs> Easter Island Massacre, expecting mm-hmm. some kind of bloody thing. But no, just some of the stones got knocked over. Um, uh, they. Well, well, they assumed there was a massacre because they found a, they they found some uh, like carving with with pictograms on it, and they just assume that it was some bloody and, yeah. Wait, they they don't know what it says, but they assume it's something bloody. It could be like, I don't know, directions to the can. 
Yeah, really. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> have a nice day in hydroglyphics. Yeah. It, or or it could be it could be the Wi-Fi password. Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so the, one thing stuck out to me in this episode, and it's something completely what seems completely minor. There was no disclaimer. They that's did not. I, I well, that's right. That. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That's true. I don't know why. Ah, uh, but. Well, because they didn't really posit a theory. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, so let's see. Uh, <laughs> a Dutch explorer discovered the island and was greeted by the natives. I have written here, <laughs> this won't end well. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, whenever the Europeans come to a, a Polynesian island, for for some reason, it just doesn't end well. Well, it doesn't end well for somebody. No, exactly. We can ask Captain Cook about that when he arrived in Hawaii. <laughs> um, so the, the the question was, you know, who carved the giants and and why? And, and well, it it was the native people, and they did it to honor their gods because you know that was human nature. Especially at that time, imagine. Oh yeah. Go if you're listening. Go and look on a map and find out exactly where Easter Island is. <laughs> the, the people. It's estimated that they topped out at about fifteen thousand people on the island. You would think that you were the only person <laughs> in the world mm-hmm. in that oh, place. Oh yeah. yeah. There were going to be no, you know, um, catamarans on the horizon. There, were, there was going to be nothing. No. It is still to this day one of the most isolated places on the earth. I looked it up. The closest mm-hmm. island, the closest population to them is in Pitcairn Island. Mm. Like Fletcher Christians, you know, uh, progeny. Mm-hmm. But, and it's something like 15, uh, 1,500 miles away. It's crazy how isolated this place is. Oh, no kidding. And, and you know, they're, they're not going anywhere in a boat. I mean, no. <laughs> To to oh. them, to them, they are on the earth, and everything around them is the deep. Oh, absolutely, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> so I mean, that's all. That's that's all the land they have been given to live on, according to their, probably according to their religion. So of course they have to please the uh, they have to please the gods by building these statues. The funny thing I found out, and I didn't realize this because this was new information, is that all the statues face in. Hmm. I thought they all faced out towards the water as some kind of protective uh, mechanism. But they all face in, I guess, for adulation purposes or, or you know, genuflecting purposes. I don't know why. I just found that really interesting. Hmm. Yeah, the idea is that God is watching you. It's it's like you know they. Uh, I I, th- I think what it is, and I, I don't know it one hundred percent, but I think I think they believe that um, the ma- the God's magic power came through the eyes. Yes. And mm-hmm. so it was, it was it was it was like some kind. I don't know. I don't want to say laser beam because that's not quite what I mean. But but came out through the eyes. So so to have you facing in, I guess that's sort of god's gaze and you know you um under god's eye yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that idea yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh so 
Oh, so let's see. We, uh, yeah, and who destroyed him? Well, um, one of the theories posited, and I have heard this one before, is that there was a rift in the community, uh, in, in their society. There were, there were warring factions on Easter Island itself. And Sound they... familiar, people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, oh, let's see. The, uh, I have to go down a little bit. You had the, uh, basically the big head cult versus the Birdman cult. Yeah. You, you, you had half of them like the, you know, half of them worship the, the gods of the giant heads and the other, the, the other half worshipped uh, birds carved on rocks. And, well, they, uh, obviously one side, uh, he scored a victory and, uh, well, what, why, why would you destroy those statues? Because they were, they were, they were, uh, sort of a way of humiliation uh, after a defeat. You, you basically dishonor their gods by destroying their statues. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. yeah. This is in a recent history. Everybody mm-hmm. remembers the U.S. Army pulling down the statue of Saddam Hussein. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was only six, that was only 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, what you've just said, Jason, is bang on correct, is that, you know, the the symbi the the symbol the symbology and the iconic uh, the iconography I can't speak tonight the uh, iconography is is the easiest thing to get rid of mm-hmm. and so that's where they begin yeah um and, and you saw the same thing in Egypt when uh, Napoleon and his troops came in they they uh, desecrated the statues by chiseling off the noses. Mm -hmm. uh, The Sphinx's nose didn't fall off. (laughs) It was, uh, it, it was purposely uh, carved off and it was by the French troops who moved into Egypt. And in Egypt, you don't even have to go that late. I mean, think of back to what we talked about when we talked about uh, King Tut. Uh, and Akhenaten, his uh, father or father-in-law, um, who moved away from the old gods, moved away um, from Amun to Ra. And the first hmm. thing he did was get rid of the images of Ra. And then when he died, the priests of Amun got rid of, got rid of the images of Ra and got rid of the images uh, of him too. So, you hmm. know, it's throughout history, you can kind of, kind of see that happening over and over again. Right. So now we are uh, we're, we're introduced to our character of the episode, Edmundo Edwards. And, well, he's not really a character because he's a real person. And he's uh, he, he lived on Easter Island from around the time of this episode until now. <laughs> he is oh, he still still still, oh, really? He still lives there. He, he's still alive and he still lives there. And he he studies the island, so he is, because yeah, uh, there was a link. Uh, Steve pointed out in a blog. Um, I think it's in search of revisited, is the name of the blog, and 
I clicked on the link and it was a link to a PBS page and he apparently did a special for Nova. He was in a he was in a special for, you know, on the Nova series about Easter Island, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently he founded the Easter Island Studies um mm-hmm. uh, for the the University of Chile. So, you know, he's you know, affiliate actually affiliated with the university. Um, as well, so I mean, in this series, we've often seen people who are not affiliated with universities. Right. But he <laughs> yes, he is very much affiliated with the university. <laughs> um, but yeah, that and there, there was there's one thing going on in this entire episode, um, like talking about the statues, you, try trying to just make that hint that that maybe there was some other force at work here to to help build these statues you know because we can't move them you know using what we think they would have used but you know remember like like we said in uh previous episodes this is what they did this was their job (laughs) and they probably got really good at it Apparently, they found over 500 statues. Mm-hmm. So I would think that after 500, they have this kind of down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, the the way I feel is, um, yeah, I, I have it written here. Why do people automatically assume that because a society is isolated in the middle of the sea that they couldn't be inventive? And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, we're we're kind of dependent on technology. Um if if all of our modern conveniences died right now, we'd be we'd be up a creek without a paddle. Absolutely, because we don't know we don't know where the basics come from. Mm-hmm. You know, how did these people discover how to chisel the rock? How did they learn to put water on it to soften it? They did it through trial and error, which is what all of us do through everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is the scientific method. And, you know, just because they had no knowledge of natural science doesn't mean that they discovered it by accident. <laughs> right. And after five, you know, the, the, it is it, it's the Stonehenge thing. It's it's like, how did they get these stones here? Well, somebody figured it out because they're there, <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know. Oh, um, yeah. Now, the now Eduardo does do an experiment <laughs> that fails miserably. Oh, yeah. uh, during this episode, I, but I like the I like the planning stages myself. <laughs> yes, it involved lots there was of a, drinks and a there was a lot napkin. of smoking. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love I I do love the cocktail napkin. It, it's kind <laughs> of like you know I'll I'll, I'll I'll take a girl's number and I'll design something that you know moves fifty ton stones on the same napkin. Uh and you know they talk about the uh, the the mayor or the is he the mayor or the governor of the island? The mayor, yeah. yeah mayor. And he was he he was kind of hesitant to let them attempt this, and it's like because you know the the mystery brings in money, doesn't it? Is 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 Easter Island a tourism destination? I I'd like to go. I would. Oh, I'd be there in a second. But if you have, if I have to live in a tent, no. <laughs> I think they have a hotel. 
I oh, think they... I, I, I think what they did accidentally is kind of prove how it got done. Mm-hmm. Because what happened is this, uh, they, they managed to convince the mayor to convince villagers to help them. Mm-hmm. So in other words, for lack of a better word, they got slave labor. Right. And I, and I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, how, how did they do that? Well, what they did is they convinced people to do it for them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and as Oliver was saying, you know, we fi- they figured out ways of doing it and then they got sort of slave labor to do it for them. Hmm. Uh, so what else, what else, what else do we learn here? Well, there was some kind of ecological disaster because this is because it is so isolated it can be used as kind of a petri dish Mm -hmm. um because apparently the population grew to such an extent uh vis-a-vis their resources plus um the actual wood being used to transport these rocks uh apparently uh led to deforestation Mm -hmm. um so there this may have been where the rise of the 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 bird cult came in is because you know when when people are at their wits end they'll grab onto anything that gives them a different uh, view of and hope. Mm. Um, now, there was some mention of cannibalism as yeah. well. Uh, always a favorite. Um, yeah. And uh, I think that was because of the ecological disaster that they thought that, you know, um, you, you know, roast chicken was out. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> um, I don't know whether that has been proven or not, whether they turned into cannibals. I, I have no idea. Um but uh, yeah, then well, they they go to uh, oh, where was it Bolivia? Um, yes, and they show statues that look similar, but not. And it's like it, it's a very common design for for a face. If you well, were sure. to, because people look like other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because. Because in Easter Island, they're based on the human face. And mm-hmm. Melissa is based on the human face. And clearly, there are differences, racial differences, things like that. But essentially, human faces look the same. We have two eyes, we have a nose, we have a mouth, and we have ears. Yes. Right? Oh, but so apparently, have four eyes. Apparently, they're short, they're short ears and long ears. That was also <laughs> brought up during this. That is interesting because... Uh, I immediately figured out what that was. That was oh, a class. That was a class war. Oh, really? The long ears would have been, uh, you know, the 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 earlobes would have would have lengthened due to uh, jewelry and such adornments. Ah, interesting. While the short ears had none. You know, they were they were the poor. Yeah. Maybe the slave. Maybe slave labor. Oh, interesting. So. Yeah. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like, because I remember hearing that. I, I think there was a that same that same idea comes up in like uh, some of the African tribes, right? That, you know, they they refer to long ears and short ears, and it has to do with that the the adornments. Oh, interesting. That makes sense. Um, and the other thing they mention is uh, possible disease uh, uh, ravage the island. Of course, that could have been brought by the Dutch. Yeah, yeah, it would have been after. It would have been after that, I think. Yeah, I mean, if the Dutch, if the Dutch came, because apparently the Dutch came and they're, you know, the, you know, Easter Island, you know, the, it was still around. I mean, 
Wasn't it? Because that was in the 1700s that they discovered Easter Island. Yeah. Yeah. And it was not long after that that uh, the the population kind of went away. Yes. And, I mean, there was nothing, there's, I, it could have been the Dutch, but then, you know, probably could have been the, uh, just a class war on the island. Yeah. Yeah. Or a religious war. And one of the other theories I've heard is, is, you know, earthquakes and stuff like that as well. So Mm -hmm. some kind of, some kind of natural disaster as well could have, you know, and an earthquake, an earthquake certainly could have toppled over some of the statues. Yeah, you know, it's it, you know, the the island is kind of um uh oh, what do they call those? A oh, volcano. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're they're dancing around the in the the whole issue because they're ta- the volcanic rock. You know, they're they're carving these statues from from volcanic rock. What could have killed all these people off, and what could have knocked over these statues? Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. The statues are made from volcanic rock. Could it have been a volcano or an earthquake? Aliens. Aliens. Oh, yeah, aliens. Don't go there, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but it is a fascinating place. I would love to go there. I would love to see it. Um. It, it it looks absolutely beautiful, um, though though I'm going to guess they probably have some issues. Um, yeah, you may you might have a hotel. I'm not sure. I think they put a spa in there, and the natives complained. <laughs> um, so I don't know if it's still there. Oh, there is apparently a hotel, Hotel Lorena, or I I Iorana. I think it's I O R A N A. So yes, there is a there there is a hotel there. Okay, I'm booking my suite right now. It's a three star hotel. Oh no, sorry. If there's not uh, if there's if there's not a mint on the pillow, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So all in all, I thought it was a fascinating episode. Um, I th- I think they took it way too many stretches with uh, yeah, especially like the. The, the the pictographs that they found and you know well we don't know what we, nobody knows what they say but they but they could tell of a of a dark and and bloody massacre i noticed a fish on one of them mm-hmm. i, I uh, yeah i noticed a few things on there yeah now this but, is this is 30 years ago have they figured out the the hydroglyphics now i don't know okay um let's see. Rapa Nui. Uh let's see, there's no there's no uh Ah here we go. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Uh that that might be something for uh for the for the uh season ender. For the season one wrap up episode. We'll have to go back and look again. Um but oh, apparently Jared Diamond, uh, who is who is quite uh, well known, 
Uh, he was the one who suggested that cannibalism took place on Easter Island after the construction of the Moai contributed to environmental degradation. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, well, it comes from... Go that's ahead. a good point, Jason. We should say that the statues are actually called Moai. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Mo the, the statues are the Moai. The, the, the island is, I believe the island is, yeah, it's called Rap, Rapa Nui. Or uh, Isla de Pascua. That's the, uh, the Spanish, but that's also Easter Island. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a uh, fun episode. Any other thoughts? No, just that I loved it. Re totally, re totally watchable. Totally watchable. Excellent. Excellent. I, I'd just like to point out a sort of a trope that we've been following um, is that uh, Nimoy had this very splendid but very daring white turtleneck. Ooh. I mean, I mean, white. I mean, you know, it's easy to get that thing dirty. <laughs> really? I bet you there was no bean dip in craft services that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, uh, everyone, all the all the people named in this episode are the real people. I have no reason to doubt that. You know, they're they they're all of the scholarship that they are introduced to be. Uh, Mario Aravello is an actual surveyor that worked with Edmundo Edwards. Edmundo. It's just fun to say. I, I think that's the title of the episode. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, what do we have coming up? Coming up next week, we're talking about ghosts. And this one promises to be good. <laughs> it does. Uh, it, it is interesting. Um, anyway, Oliver, tell people where they can find you on the Internet. Well, if you're a hydroglyphics expert, get in contact with me on Twitter at Oliver Oxide, or you can uh, discover my new project, which is uh, reviewing 20 years of Law & Order with my co-host Aaron White. You can find that at 27thPrecinct.com. Excellent. Steve, where can people find you? Well, you don't need hieroglyphics to find me, although I do support class war, so, you know, there you go. Um, <laughs> you can find me at Twitter at DocPinko, D-O-C-P-I-N-K-O. Excellent. And you could find me at Alien CG. You could find this podcast at Illuminati Pod. And you could find the, the show notes, which there aren't many, uh, for all the episodes and all past episodes at aliencg.com slash ISC. Yeah, the Dutch are always bringing like weird diseases to people, aren't they? And licorice. Have a good weekend. Or have a good week, everyone. Toodles, kids. See ya.